This past Wednesday night in our Isaiah class that I'm teaching, uh, we just started the invasion of Jerusalem by the Assyrian Empire. That's chapters 36 and 37. It's really the moment that a lot of the class has been building to since we started the study back in January. It's an amazing text. In it, we met an Assyrian emissary to King Sennacherib. His name is not given to us, only a title, uh, Rabshaka. It is the king's appointed spokesman who is sent to Jerusalem to oversee what is hoped to be the peaceful surrender of all the Judean soldiers. But failing that, his job is to trash talk and intimidate the Jews into believing they would be doomed to try to fight off the Assyrian army. This man is an incredible trash talker. Over the course of what probably was like a 10-minute monologue, he trashes the, the Judean soldiers. He trashes Judas' king. He trashes Judas' size. He trashes Judas' wits. He trashes Judas' strength. And most infuriating of all, he trashes Judas' God. He has some remarkably insulting things to say about Jehovah. He equates the God of Israel to the little pagan gods of all the nations that Assyria has already conquered. He talks about God as though he's the pet rock that Sennacherib already has in his grasp. He mocks the notion that just one solitary god could possibly defeat the army that has toppled nations protected by hundreds of gods. And last time we studied it, this, this past Wednesday, we read through that monologue of uh, Rebshika, and it was so filled with arrogant vitriol, I couldn't help but think about how satisfying it will be when his army comes face to face with the messenger of the Lord. Then another thought occurred to me. Jesus died for that guy. The Lord God, whom Rabshakeh thought was too weak to withstand his army, will later send his only begotten son to do for men like Rabshakeh what they cannot do for themselves. Men who are too weak to save their souls can find in Jesus the strength to break free from Satan's shackles, regardless of the kind of people they are. When we think of the people who need Jesus, our thoughts often go to hurt people, desperate people, sad people who are lost and in a dark place, looking for a way out but unable to find it. We think about the kind of people that naturally trigger our compassionate sides. But Jesus died for the jerks, too. And isn't that an amazing thought? I know it is to me, because while I sometimes act like a sad person who needs to get out of a mess of someone else's making, I also sometimes act like an arrogant, smarmy, pompous tool who needs the forgiveness of God. Not in spite of my bad attitude, but because of it. Jesus died for Rapeshika, and that's a good thing too, because I sometimes act like him. And while I've got you on the phone, if you want to subscribe, you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash matthew-martin414. I've got uh, free audio files here and there that I'll release every now and then, but for the most part, I put everything behind a massive, giant paywall where you have to pay upwards of, I think it's 99 cents a month. So if you can, if you can manage that a dollar a month, <clears throat> that's, you know, it's not easy, but if you want to whip out a buck, then you get hundreds of audio files of all of my sermons and classes and devotionals. So it's uh, anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W dash Martin 414 and hit subscribe for a buck and you get all my hundreds and hundreds of audio files. All right. Thank you.